Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Excellent. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, we're just sort of finishing up the weekend with recording our show and watching the Emmys. Yeah, big night for uh, Schitt's Creek, which is a, is a good show. Yeah, so far. Uh, they're taking home a lot. Yes, they have. All right. Um, let's start with D23 News. Uh, they're having the first ever virtual mousquerade costume contest. That's right. They are offering a virtual uh, costume contest for their members. Um, it will extend from September 17th until uh, December 1st. I'm sorry, until October 1st. That is when the uh, submissions are due. And then if you're selected as a semifinalist, the voting goes from the 13th to the 20th, with the winners being revealed on October 31st. Um, using your own Disney-inspired costumes, you can win a $500 Disney gift card. It is going to be open uh, for voting. Um, so they want you to create a costume called uh, in the theme of all things Disney. And the costumes are to be made by original household materials. And they can be based on Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. From movies to TV to Disney park attractions and other Disney properties. So that should be fun. Yeah, what are our costumes going to be? Uh, I don't know. You better get thinking. I am. All right. Um, Disneyland Paris is celebrating Heritage Days. Yes, this is the third year that Disney has um, celebrated uh, Heritage Days. And um, what is Heritage Days? What is Heritage Days, you'll ask? Well, that's a good question. Um, it is things about Paris and the heritage of Paris. Oh. So they do Paris at home. They have a section about families and what goes on in Paris. They do costumes related to Disneyland Paris and the resort itself. And then they go into uh, Palace de Remy and the technical know-how of, uh, of the resort and how things work together. So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of cool. Okay. I don't see how that has to do with heritage, but all right. All right. Whatever. Sure. Um, on Disney's Magic Moments, you can learn how to draw a pirate scene. That's right. Saturday, September 19th was Talk Like a Pirate Day. And in honor of that, um, Disney Magic Moments and Imagineer taught you how to draw a pirate scene. Neat. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. That will be posted on our page. Okay, good. Much so, it, And it's a lot more fun. Do you think anyone has ever done any of these uh, learn how to draw things? I know from a few the, people that have done some of the learn how the to Disney draw. From the Disney Magic Moments? And it's it's nice to see that it's not just a character now. This is an entire scene. They've run out of characters? No, they haven't <laughs> run out of characters. But normally it's just like, here's how to draw Iron Man. And right. you draw Iron Man, like, standing there. Mm -hmm. But this is a whole scene, and, and, you know, it's a ship. There's a cove. There's a mermaid. There's treasure. Is there a pirate? There's, a, there's multiple pirates. Okay. There's an octopus or a kraken. I can't tell which one it is. All right. Yeah. Tell me about hashtag Disney Hollow Moments. Well, as we talked about last week, Disney uh, Disney Parks blog has recently launched their Everything Halloween page, which is everything for the Halloween spirits. Uh, but now hashtag Disney Hollow Moments is another way to uh, tag your posts. Um, and it's a campaign that's going to have weekend activities for guests to get into the spirit of Halloween. To kick off the campaign, there's going to be a Halloween dance party for the chance to win one of four $1,000 Disney gift cards to be used at uh, shopdisney.com or a Disney store. Uh, so they do have some themes each month, I'm sorry, each week. Uh, the first one is Boo Fright Night Weekend, which is from September 24th through the 27th. Woof, Pets and Treats from October 1st to the 3rd. It's Good to Be Bad, Villains and Witches on October 8th through 11th. 
Out of This World, Monsters and Aliens from October 15th to 18th, Terrifying Tunes, Spooktacular Songs from October 22nd through the 25th, and October 30th and 31st is Halloween weekend. All right. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, so if you like lightsabers and you care about which one they release next, you can vote for the next lightsaber. That's right. Um, Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities is, uh, has a vote up to pick the new legacy lightsaber to be released. Um, it's going to be voted on by the fans and your six options are Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber from Star Wars Attack of the Clones, Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber from Star Wars The Phantom Menace, Ezra Bridger's lightsaber from Star Wars Rebels, uh, Kanan Jarrus from Star Wars Rebels, Cal Kestis from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and Lord Corvax from Vader Immortal. So some of those are cartoons, some of those are video games, and a few of them are movies. All right. Yeah. Which one would you want to win? What are you going to vote for? Uh, I like the Qui-Gon Jinn one because it's simple, it's elegant, and it's just a plain, a plain black one. The rest uh, of them are, like, really fancy. Oh, I like fancy, though. Yeah. I think I like this blue one. The blue one, which is Cal uh, Kestis? Yeah. Do you know how a Jedi builds his lightsaber? No. After his training, he customizes it himself, and he places the kyber crystal in there to power it. Ah, very cool. Yeah. All right. Which is why you go through the whole process at Savi's workshop of mm-hmm. building your own lightsaber, because that's how the Jedis build them, and then you pick your own kyber crystal that determines the color of the blade. All right, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, Geek so alert. There's some major rumors going on over in California uh, surrounding uh, the reopening of Disneyland. Yes. Governor Newsom and Disney uh, Disney Parks President Josh DeMauro are rumored to be filming an announcement on Monday, which is, well, today, uh, about the parks reopening. I have heard the date September 28th floated about, but I have not read that anywhere. Uh, I've heard that from a few people in the know, uh, but um, you know, I would I would not be surprised to see them open this as fast as they can. They've had three months. What have what dates have they canceled out for people at the resorts? Resorts so far? may now be booked uh, beginning October sixteenth. Yeah, so they're not even they would be opening without the resorts, which I think is wise because now you get the locals. You have like a, a ramp up period where you're not just catering to resort guests; you're catering to the locals which make up the majority of the Disneyland population anyway. I guess. Um, yeah, and then I guess you don't have to deal with uh, the everything that surrounds reopening a resort and having people stay there. And Right. Yeah. It's kind of nice because it gives them, you know, if, if they stick with, if they do open on the 28th, even if they open a week later, it gives them a little bit of buffer before they have to ramp up their resort uh, properties. Right. All right, um, and then the Magic Kingdom has a new Halloween magic shop. That's right. If you've ever done any type of photo pass uh, in the past couple of years, you may have had your photo pass photographer tell you to put out a flat hand or cradle your arms, unless you're Lily, you mm. get the sleeping Simba in the arms, which is one of the most awesome pictures ever. Is uh, If you ever see two girls and one of them, they both cradle their arms and one gets the sleeping <laughs> Simba and the other one doesn't, uh, then all hell breaks loose. But um <laughs> They have added a new magic shot in the Magic Kingdom, and it is a flaming pumpkin jack-o'-lantern photo pass, which is uh, very cool, very very scary with a lot of detail. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah. And that is in, um, maybe obviously, the Magic Kingdom in Disney World, because the Magic Kingdom in Disneyland is not open yet. But maybe when it does open... Well, see, there is no Magic Kingdom in Disneyland. It's just Disneyland. Oh. Well, we jumped from the story about... 
Disneyland reopening directly into the Magic Kingdom Halloween magic shop. Yes. I don't want people to be confused. Okay. Okay. Apparently, I'm the only one who's You're the confused. only one who's confused. Yes. <laughs> um, at Animal Kingdom in Florida, um, there has been a mysterious hut that showed up at the end of the Animal Kingdom safari ride. Well, we had mentioned that before. And I guess there's some news as to maybe what that might actually be. Yes, apparently it's part of a goat exhibit that they're putting in. That's so weird. Why would they have a goat exhibit at the end of a safari? There are wild goats. I mean, they put in the, um, uh, what are the wild dogs? They put in the wild dog exhibit. Hyenas? Hyenas. They put in the hyena exhibit a few years ago at the back end of the of the, of the the safari. So maybe this is just going to become like a petting zoo. I don't know. Yeah, when I go on a safari, I'm not hoping to see goats. Right. Oh, look, there's a giraffe. There's a... <laughs> there's an elephant. There's a, a, a flamingo. There's an emu. There's a there's a goat. <laughs> yeah. Now, if they're wearing cute little Disney pajamas, I think that's adorable. Yeah, that would be You see those cute. little goats in PJs? Yeah. If you could get out and do yoga with the goats. Right. Maybe. All right. Animal Kingdom and Epcot uh, have some new extended hours on select days. Yeah, we mentioned last week... Uh, which park was it that we talked about? Was it Hollywood Studios? It had the extra hour for one day. And, yeah, maybe. Well, whatever. Um, Epcot and Animal Kingdom are going to have one hour added onto their schedules on select days over the next few weeks. Uh, so on those days, Epcot will be open from 8, uh, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And that is on September 26th, October 3rd, and October 10th. And on the following dates, the Animal Kingdom will be open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. That is September 20th, September 26th, and September 27th. Why are these random days getting an extra hour? I don't know. The um, the previously it was the Animal Kingdom that had gotten an extra hour, staying open till six. Okay. On a on a Sunday. Okay. So. Uh, All right. So it seems like Animal Kingdom they keep adding more hours onto, which is interesting because it doesn't take that long to do the things in Animal no. Kingdom. All right. Um, Disney Table Service to Go is debuting on my Disney Experience app. Great idea. What is it? Uh, you place an order to go from a table service uh, restaurant. Sanaa was the first one to debut it. So it's uh, they're you, the same food as you would get if you sat down, but you're not getting a table. Correct. You go into the mobile order section of my Disney Experience app, and right now if you look under Sanaa to go, you can get the non-bread service available for takeout. Okay. That's kind of neat. Yeah. So it's sort of like Chili's and then Chili's to go. So it's a sit-down restaurant, right. but then you can do takeout. Right. Interesting. I and wonder how the pricing compares. That I can't tell you. Um, they do say after choosing your arrival time, guests are informed of the process as well as the need for patience as that food has been ordered and will be made to order and it will take just as much time as if it was being ordered at a table. Which makes sense. And for something like Sanaa, that really makes sense because it's located at a DVC property. So a lot of people are perfectly happy to just take that back to their to their room. Right. So, neat. Okay. Um... There's some new places now to purchase Star Wars Galaxy's Edge merchandise. That's right. We mentioned last week in uh, California that some of the stuff, the merchandise was being moved to downtown Disney. And now, starting September 22nd, the Star Wars Trading Post at Disney Springs will have additional items direct from the Black Spire Outpost. Um, And then if you order on Shop Disney beginning September 28th, you will find a bunch of items from Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities, like Jedi robes and legacy lightsabers. Uh, They're telling us that over the next few months, other items may appear on the website, including toys, creatures, gear, and droids. 
Anything to move that merchandise. That's right. And then they do mention that currently Doc Ondar has 12 legacy lightsabers uh, being offered. And they once again mention the six uh, up for grabs. So if you're a collector, that's 13 lightsabers at $250 oh a piece. And there's a couple of months worth of your mortgage payment. Wow. But um, if you're an annual pass holder, you can get a preview of the Galaxy's Edge, Merchan- Mer- Galaxy's Edge merchandise during a special shopping event on September 21st from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And the special 30% annual pass discount applies to most merchandise. All right, cool. Um, let's do um, an update on the Emmys. So by now, by the time anyone's listening to this, um, it is the, the Emmys are done. The real, the regular Emmys, the primetime Emmys are done. Um, and that was on ABC, so it is connected to Disney. But uh, over the past few days, uh, we might have mentioned before that they do the creative arts section of the Emmys over a few nights in Hollywood and they don't get televised. But uh, The Mandalorian has won an additional two Emmys uh, for stunt coordination as well as outstanding music composition. And then, uh, let's see, National Geographic's The Cave won an Emmy for exceptional merit in uh, documentary filmmaking. And on the third night of the Creative Emmy Awards, Disney Plus won for Outstanding Short Form Animated Program on Forky Asks a Question. I love Forky Asks a Question. What is love? Oh, that's such a good little series. It is. So good job, Forky. All right. Um, oh, this is sort of a bummer. Um, there's a Walt Disney World service and beverage provider that has extended their furlough. That's right. So Dexo has notified 146 employees that their furlough status will be continued indefinitely um, and that they could continue through March of 2021. And they're saying that this decrease uh, in cast members from Walt Disney World recalled uh, the number of uh, Disney cast members being recalled to work has impacted their business, therefore causing them to furlough their own workers. It's a bummer. Yeah. And it's so, you know, even Disney workers are are hit by this furlough. So um, they've actually have a thing now for cast members. If you need food, uh, they have a cast member pantry where you can book a 15 minute shopping window. Wow. And go in and Yeah, get, I mean, it, people are just hit hard there. I mean, yeah. if that's your source of income. And there's not like, it's not like there's other jobs right. in that area where you can be like, oh, all right, well, in the meantime, let me go work here or work there. Right, there's, because the entire service industry is just it, yeah. decimated. I mean, your best your best hope would be to go get a job at like Walgreens or something. But I'm I'm assuming that those are probably taken those jobs. Right. And that's the tough thing is you, you talk about how Disney's lost billions of dollars. Well, these areas, you know... It, it, Anaheim, Orlando, and the surrounding areas, they're all connected and they rely on the tourism. And, you know, it's not just the Disney tourism. You know, Orlando is a a tourist destination for every theme park that is there. Um, And it just, you know, you've got no international travelers. You've got no domestic traveler, very few domestic travelers coming down. Uh, so it that that impact you know ripples out like like waves uh, mm-hmm. on a pond. So it, it's sad, and hopefully it uh, it comes back. But they're talking about the travel industry and hospitality industry not rebounding until possibly twenty twenty one, and in some cases, some aspects of it not rebounding fully until twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four. Yeah, it's going to take some time. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of. Um the jobs not really being around, uh, Walt Disney World, Swan and Dolphin are going to be laying off uh, 1,100 employees. That's right. Um, 
the uh, Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin had to send a worker adjustment and retraining notification to Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings. And they announced that beginning November 13th of 2020, they will terminate 1,136 employees at the two locations. Here we go. Uh, They will be permanent due to the hospitality industry being hit hard with historically low hotel occupancy and event cancellations. Mm, Yep. Okay. Um, And then let's move to somewhat happier news. Um, Universal has a new U-Rest area. That's right. If you're in Universal and you want to take your mask off for a little bit, you can go to the New York section of the park and take your mask off while maintaining social distance from other guests who also have their masks off. Yeah, these are a good idea. And uh, yeah, if you need to take a little breather, then you have some spots. Mm -hmm. Um, Universal Studios in Florida and Islands of Adventure were closed due to capacity on Saturday. That's great news. That's right. I believe they opened, did they open at 10 or 9? Well, no matter what time they opened, at 10.50, both parks reached uh, capacity due to the Halloween offerings that began uh, this weekend, where they did the Halloween Horror Nights-style haunted houses. So um, that's good. Uh, The bad news is the parking garage is closed. Um, The only people that could get into the parks during those times were Universal Resort guests. Yeah, I mean... It's good though. It's it's. I mean, it's you know, it's still a lower capacity. So, but it shows that people want to go to the parks. The well, doing the horror, uh, Halloween Horror Nights houses, it was a big deal for them because that's what people came there for. I mean, that's one of their huge money makers. Right. Uh, people want to be there for the for the um, Halloween Horror Nights. So that was a really really good move. Yep. All right. Um, Universal Studios in Orlando has announced a Halloween scavenger hunt. They have. This is the first year they are doing their Scarecrow Stalk, uh, and it is a mapped scavenger hunt where you pick up a map uh, at the Universal Studios store. Do you know where the display is? No. In the dead center of the (laughs) store. Um, You can pick up your Scarecrow Stalk map. Uh, The scavenger hunt is going to go on from September 18th through November 1st. You walk around Universal Studios, you locate 13 scarecrows and skeletons at locations that are in the map, and then if you take your uh, completed map to the San Francisco Candy Factory or the Studio Suite Store, you will receive a free trick-or-treat sampler bag. This event is free for all park guests, Um, and as a reminder, you know, they are allowing trick-or-treating at uh, Universal Studios, and it's only open for children and their guardians. I need to get a child. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> a littler one, because I don't think my uh, 15-year-old and 18-year-olds are going to cut it. Right. All right. And then our last story is about Carnival Cruise Line. Um, it seems that two of their ships are um, headed to greener pastures. or not, I don't, not What really. would you call them? They're, they're, um, they're going to become razor blades is oh. what is going to happen. Um, Carnival Cruise Line has announced that two ships are going to be leaving its fleet as a fallout from the coronavirus. Ah, uh, what I meant to say pandemic. was they're being put out to pasture. Put out to pasture. Mm. Yes, there you go. Um, I knew it was the right. I knew the saying had pasture in it somewhere. All right, but the Carnival Fascination, which had sailed out of Puerto Rico, and the Carnival Imagination, which sailed sailed from California, are being sold for scrap. That's so sad. That's right, and they become razor blades. So they will join two other ships that were announced in July. That is the Carnival Fantasy and Carnival Inspiration. Uh, These four ships are all from the Fantasy class, which came online in uh, 90 to 98. So they're pretty, you know, they're pretty much older ships. 
Um, there will still be four ships in the class, the Carnival Ecstasy, the Sensation, the Elation, and the Paradise. But those ships have all been upgraded in recent years to add more features than some of the other ships. Um, so, uh, you know, they're smaller. Uh, cruising cruising was different 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, these ships could carry about 2,100 to 2,200 passengers. And they weighed between 70 and 72,000 gross tons. In contrast, the new Carnival ship Mardi Gras, which is going to be one of the biggest ships in their fleet, is 180 uh, and 800,000 gross tons and carries 5,282 passengers Mm. uh, at double occupancy. So, um, you know, ships have just gotten bigger. Yep, they sure have. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, cruising is still not back yet. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a while, Maybe they need the money, the scrap money. Maybe. That's it. You have anything else? That's all I got. All right. So until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.